You're listening to the Clarity Cloud Podcast, where we bring our intentions to fruition and wake our creativity out of hibernation. I'm your host, Angie Mason. Together, we are the seekers, we are the dreamers, dreaming ourselves away. Gray skies, black heart, I need to find some. Listeners, it's artist Angie Mason, your host of the Clarity Cloud podcast. While I have seemingly been inactive with this podcast, I've actually been working on bringing to fruition my new website design, which is live, and you can visit it now at angiemason.com. It now actually allows you to listen to this podcast directly on my art site, angiemason.com. So you can actually look at my artwork while listening to an episode of Clarity Cloud. That's pretty cool. Also on the AngieMason.com site, that's where my new blog home lives. So any new blog posts that I make will be directly posted through there. My old blog, brainspills.blogspot, is still alive and I host it under the blog tab. There's a memory jar journal. Um, tab that has all the archives of the blog, the original blog, or you can just visit it direct at brainspills.blogspot.com. So I just wanted to give you a brief update on my creative projects. I have other things in the works that I will not share right now, but um, I do have my intention lists that I'm going down and I'm checking things off and making things happen. So... Without further delay, let's get into episode 11. I know it's been a while. This is actually my second to last show before the season finale of season one. So without further delay, here's episode 11. Thanks for listening, guys. Hello, hello. It's Angie Mason, your host of the Clarity Cloud podcast. I'm really happy you're here. I know it's been a while, but I'm happy to be back and get into episode 11 with you. So let's start by asking how you're doing. How are you feeling emotionally and physically? Are you foggy, focused, sad, joyful, agitated, more peaceful? Whatever your current state of mind and being are, I believe it directly correlates to how we create. It can affect the color choices, subject matter, and line quality we make. I also believe our creative expression, the things that we build, that we make with our hands, eyes, voice, and mind, are ultimately markers of our humanity and our existence. So with our creative expression completely connected to our health and being, how do we create when we're not feeling 100%? My answer for myself is to just do and try. The amount of creative energy that we put out reflects the moment of time that we're in. It reflects what we're going through. And that alone is quite beautiful to see that life force output, something that reflects the true state that we're in. For me, this connection is always a way to truth and finding balance for myself. 
It also helps guide me out of any darkness that I might find myself in. So not being 100% is in fact expected. As it says, I'm human. So here we are on this journey where we all at some point end. It's what we do during that beginning and end point that matters most to us and hopefully others around us in sickness and in health. So let's explore our relationship that we have with our health and creative life. Let's look at how they affect each other. How can we navigate and approach our creative path in regard to our health to ensure that we stay the course remaining dedicated to our creative intentions without letting health obstacles block or cloud our paths? Our health can certainly shape what it is that we're doing creatively, yet it does not have to define us if we don't want it to, allowing us to maintain creative control over our lives. Or it can, in fact, change us so deeply that our health reshapes who we are and the creative path that we take. Perhaps we find a new voice speaking out as an advocate or even become some kind of ambassador to a health issue. This can create an amazing community amongst like-minded individuals coping with the same health obstacle or illness, and it can allow for a dialogue to take place, helping others to navigate unknown paths. In my mind, any of these paths taken are positive as it allows for discovery of truth and hopefully puts one on a path to have creativity flourish. The health factor. How does health factor into our creative lives? The way I see this is our health is a facet of our creativity because it affects our energy output and how we can live our creative lives. Whether we are at optimal health or coping with some illness, our health can be a challenge, even an obstacle when it comes to our creative lives. How it affects us or even guides us on our creative path or halt progress at times shapes us in ways oftentimes we never expected or anticipated. Before practicing being more attuned or self-aware, one can glide easily through life without paying mind to our body's heart and mind. We can easily exist in a detached, distracted state, which may be more of a shock when things change and challenges arise and we're actually faced with these challenges. It is honestly a struggle to be super mindful all the time, but one can certainly try. Approaching my health from a pragmatic viewpoint, seeing life as a cycle helps me in understanding and acceptance of changes that we face and to shift accordingly to nurture and maintain creative growth. So navigating life in a more aware state can definitely help one's cause as we face the challenge of whatever illness or new health obstacle comes into our lives directly onto us or even loved ones around us. How do we navigate this health landscape of life and ultimately death? How can we learn to be in tune with our creative lives and respect the process of being human and experience the full life cycle with a greater understanding and acceptance of our ups and downs? I feel that this tuning in can be integral to keeping our minds in a peaceful and even joyful state. It can help alleviate feelings of depression and anger in, in my own personal experience, though 
it is work. I think it's worth putting the effort into tuning into our minds and bodies' needs for greater balance, especially during difficult times. Part of this for me has been allowing myself the flexibility to shift creative paths as needed, also being inspired by the pain or sickness, allowing for self-expression to flow freely and honestly, helping communicate and vent can definitely relieve some suffering I have found. This creative energy release has a strange healing power, almost feeling at times it can actually reduce suffering by allowing the act of creation to override it, at least for a moment. In the end, it comes down to acceptance or understanding of our limitations and having the flexibility to navigate new paths within those limitations in mind, but not let them define who we are overall. They're just part of our story. They're not the main character. Our bodies are our gardens to which our wills are gardeners. William Shakespeare. Creating cleansing rituals. Self-care is an overused term, yet probably most of us don't practice it as much as we hear the phrase. Now, I'm not talking about taking a full-on crystal bath type of ritual, though I'm all for it. If it helps you, I support all avenues to explore that can help us balance and heal ourselves. So overall, what I mean to say is I, in my life, have shifted my ways of thinking about mundane tasks, and I put more importance on these moments. And I'm honoring these times of, say, simply brushing my hair or my teeth or taking a shower. These times that we may not have paid much mind to only thinking of them as tasks that we have been forced to do since our childhood. Well, I think if we shift our perspective in the way that we think about these moments, we can elevate these times to become more sacred, meditative moments, meant only for us, making these moments become special, peaceful times that can provide headspace and relief and balance as well as caring for your teeth and body overall. We're gardening ourselves, pruning, planting and blossoming, thinking about cleansing, not only of washing away dirt and grime and bacteria, you're making yourself whole again, clean, fresh, a blank slate, tabula rasa. I like to think of the water symbolically washing away bad thoughts and negativity and negative feelings. These moments of self-care can really be elevated to give us that extra headspace to open us up and to be ready to take on the next big idea. Art washes from the soul the dust of everyday life. Pablo Picasso. These cleansing rituals, they also extend into my personal space, say with sweeping the floor. I know, this mundane activity is oftentimes seen as a burden. Like I had said before, I've shifted my way of thinking about these moments. And actually now, think of sweeping as a meditation that is physically and symbolically pushing all the negative gunk and crumbs into a pile that I can rid myself of. The refreshed feeling not only feels good on my feet, walking on a clean floor, but it actually also clears my mind. This type of thinking can be applied to so many seemingly boring tasks, turning them into peaceful, welcome moments for myself.
and hopefully for you too. A holistic approach to creating and embracing our shortcomings, errors, and failures while caring for ourselves, forgiving ourselves, and also caring for our surroundings can change us in an uplifting way and a new perspective that can shift thought and change patterns or approaches to work and simply being, allowing ourselves the space to try judgment-free to make something new, like learning to speak a new language, just opening up ourselves to making new visual marks and processes. Growth happens as we free ourselves from self-judgment, and this can be healing. I am happy to be alive as long as I can paint. Frida Kahlo. Unexpected Health Crisis. How our health guides our creative lives and how we grow with our health or sickness can play into how we live our creative lives. Unexpected health crises, they pop up from accidents to serious illnesses. They are difficult and can certainly try your spirit from giving up to getting depressed. We can all expect to face this because it's part of the human experience. How we cope when faced with any of this is up to the individual. Personally speaking, I have gone through several of my own health crises. One that stands out is a time in my early 30s when opportunities were opening up and then it felt like it all came crashing down when someone broke and nearly severed my left thumb. I'm left-handed, so this caused me great stripes. I felt super depressed. How was I going to be able to paint now? I was unable to fully use my left hand during a slow healing process, which I was faced with a deep sadness and frustration during the healing process. So then I began to actually train myself to use my right hand to write, draw, and paint with. Now I can presently switch hands to paint or draw if I feel any residual nerve damage pain pop up or if I simply get tired. I just switch hands, allowing for creation to continue and rest and healing to happen to the resting hand. This terrible, painful accident has actually opened me up to new ways of approaching things. It helps shape my mind in the way that I approach devastating situations, coming from a more positive angle. This always felt more productive and helped my healing progress seemingly go much faster. While I certainly could have done without having that accident happen in the first place, I feel like the way that I navigated a debilitating situation helped me overcome depression as well as overcome obstacles in creating, and in fact gave me greater dexterity in the end of the healing process by having the ability to use both my left and right hand. Art is a guarantee of sanity. Louise Bourgeois. Acceptance of limitations. Acceptance is not giving in to them. It is learning how to grow within a new range of territory by approaching things differently to try and get the results one seeks. Shifting perspective and not limiting yourself by having a narrow scope of who you should be. Allow for growth and change. Our paths are not pretty perfect bump-free maps. They are busted and bruised and can oftentimes make you nauseous. There are times when the thing that we used to create is being blocked by physical limitations, which can definitely be a challenge to move past fighting off feelings of depression. It's an extraordinary struggle. But once faced, I believe this can lead us in new creative directions that can provide some comfort and relief. Art 
is a wound turned into light. George Brock. Discovering new sides. Sometimes our sickness may impair parts of us that we relied heavily on for our creative progress and process, leaving us feeling shortchanged. During this time, it may surprise us when we discover alternate sides of ourselves. New creative facets emerge, allowing us to expand and grow just when we thought we had faced a shortcoming. Exploring unknown territories has quite a forgiving, freeing feeling. When there are no expectations set on ourselves, we can really soar past what we even thought was possible. For me, the way I see as humans and art making, it really is an expression of life and what it is to be human. Our creations, either visual or verbal or otherwise, are in my opinion markers of our existence and humanity. They communicate our experience of simply being alive in all its varied states, from joyful, dark, odd, magical and horrific, painful, sad, and beautiful, all aspects of humanity explored during our lowest points and highest points and everything in between. We shouldn't hold such high standards for ourselves, meaning we oftentimes hurt our progress by limiting ourselves with high standards of what we once were and what we had accomplished. When we are faced with any health issues that can limit our abilities, we shouldn't get caught up in comparing our old selves to our current state that may be seen as somehow lesser. We are simply just growing and shifting and always changing. Nothing ever stays the same. We should let go and allow for these shifts to happen with more grace and ease. Let the lines get crooked. Smear your paint. Heck, change your medium. Life is changing all the time. Why get stuck in the same pattern? Why let yourself get held back with self-expectation and self-judgment? Go easy on yourself. Shift and switch. And when I say this, I'm talking to myself and to you and to whoever hears this and it speaks to them as well. Shift and switch. Science-backed evidence, art saves lives. Our creative endeavors can be a form of medicine, which is now backed by science. Art is being embraced as a form of therapeutic healing, having real, positive, measured effects within the brain and body. Art as medicine. Us artists knew this bit of magic all along now, didn't we? By using our creative energy as a form of medicine, it can, in fact, help us heal in very real ways. If you visit the show site at claritycloud.blogspot.com, I have gathered a bunch of really cool article links included in this episode show notes post. In short here, I will sum it up by simply saying modern medicine is starting to really recognize and encourage creative art practice as a form of therapy in reducing anxiety and in some instances even prescribing it. Looking at art is good for you even. Just being in awe of beauty, nature, art, this can help us live longer and feel happier. This recognition from the medical community really feels like it's making the healing process more integrated and whole by recognizing the full scope of what it means to be human. Once again, a handful of articles diving deeper into this topic will be posted over on this episode's show notes on my blog, claritycloud.blogspot.com. We flow through this river of life. Sometimes the waters are still, other times they're choppy or even almost dried up. 
But always, as long as we have life, these waters of life are flowing while we're here. Things shift, tides change, we just need to do our best to navigate, go with the flow, so to speak, and not let these shifting waters drown us, killing our creativity. Be gentle and kind to yourself. Forgive yourself. Allow for exploration and hibernation while remaining open to possibilities. We are human, and sickness is honestly part of being alive. We all have to face something during our life cycle. Whatever your chosen expression is, the way I have looked at these challenges that we may face is to keep at it, to be committed to your art and craft, be dedicated, nurture it, and even if that means taking time for rest from it, to come back stronger into your creative self. I'm Angie. Till next time, dream yourself awake. You have been listening to the Clarity Cloud podcast. Please comment and review and follow along by subscribing to this podcast. Your engagement helps us reach a wider audience, allowing us to grow. So thank you. You can also find us at claritycloud.blogspot.com. This is where we will be posting show notes as well as links to our podcasts and other fun treats. You can also reach me on Twitter. Tweet me at Angie Mason Art. I'm your host, Angie Mason. Thanks for your attention and hearts. Keep doing, keep being, and dream yourself awake. See you next time. Gray skies, black heart. I need to find some other part. I need clarity. I want some clarity. I need answers and clear hearts. It's all blue skies and clear hearts from here on in.